This is the mayor of the evening, and it's that time, baby. It is time for the funniest guy at work. You know that's right. With the great Brandino and Gibbons. And here's your host, the man who hangs out in the kitchen and parties, baby, Nate Scott. Welcome, everybody, to the funniest guy at work. I am Nate, and this is the show where we talk about the news, pop culture, and everything else that is on our minds. And when I say we... I'm not speaking French. I'm talking about my friends. Introducing first the soul from Motown. The ladies call him the great Brandino, but lately we've just been calling him Dino. Dino, good evening to you, sir. Uh, good evening, uh, lady and gentlemen. Uh, it is, uh, oh, I, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's really great to be here tonight. I'm very excited for the show, for the big well, program. We are very excited to have you. And also on the the dais this evening, I'm trying to make it sound really professional because we have a we have a lady guest. So <laughs> on the dais this evening, he yeah, is so, the Yeah, so just everybody <laughs> keep your dirty trash mouths in line tonight. That's right. We're gonna we're gonna give the solo oh, talk okay. the heave ho the heave ho tonight, and uh, we're gonna it is gonna be strict Nick at night level language. Uh, the... This is going to be William F. Buckley and Gore Vidal. <laughs> My dinner with Andre the Giant. The uh, brain supreme want <laughs> from DC. He is Giblet. <laughs> Good evening. I am sorry to everyone watching the video tonight that it is only me that you get to see my giant head with my wiry ass black hair my puffy ass eyes I'm very sorry I don't know why you're doing this but thanks well, we, need, um, we, you know, we wanted Woo. to call you the man candy but uh, you've done a nice job of downplaying that but uh, the, we were throwing out the eye candy you're the single one man I know. I feel like Leo DiCaprio in The Revenant. Is that the, is that the one where he lives in the motorhome in Alaska? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I, I think I'm thinking of Northern Exposure. But um, anyway, so the uh, – the, and introducing tonight our guest, a first-timer. Uh, we're honored to have her. Uh, she's out. Uh, she lives uh, just up the street from Hollywood. <laughs> and uh, we, you know, I've I've known her for a very long time, and she is the lovely and talented Ms. Megan Malone. Megan, good evening to you. Good evening. So nice to be here on the show. Thank you. Thank, Happy uh, to be an honorary guest tonight. That's right. Well, we were going to call it the funniest person at work, uh, but we took a poll full of people who have uh, them holding fish as their profile pic, <laughs> and uh, they said that uh, funniest guy at work was just fine. So, we don't need any of that political correctness. You know, you know it's, that's right. It's a, it's a new world. A new I just world. say that we, we pull a KFC and just start calling ourselves FGW. And, like, we don't acknowledge <laughs> what it ever stands for. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Time to move on. Less pressure that way. We're not at work. We're not all guys. And let's face facts. Not <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the episode where yeah. we uh, really got into the, uh, the dark poetry... Sylvia yeah, Plath yep. night really was a, uh, <laughs> in retrospect, probably not the funniest episode we've ever done. We're not. No, not. well, we're gonna we're gonna have to maybe revise our plans after that debacle uh, to do all Russian literature February. Um, <laughs> that's 
not remind you about uh, about the uh, thankfully uh, misrecorded episode that was just you and I. <laughs> yeah, right after the election. That, that was, uh, was. It was just. It was two men wondering what had just happened to the world that they loved and knew. It was. It was. It was uh, yeah. The guy at work dripped with the most existential dread. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He yeah. was childhood friends wondering what just happened to the country that day. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I, I wish I could have been on that show to commiserate, yeah. but that day I had a 15-hour work day. Um, and I, like, if you doubled my age, I would be maybe five or six years older than everybody I was working with that day. So you can guess how everyone there voted. Uh, and it was just one of those days where, like, I, like I worked with my dad, and I couldn't look my dad in the eyes that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's rough. It was. Uh, I just like I remember doing the show after the like usually after the show gets done, I'm all wired and really excited and everything. And I remember d- being done with that show, and just like sitting here at my desk, just like staring at a blank wall for like five minutes, mm-hmm. <laughs> just yep. being like, ah. <laughs> I don't feel better. <laughs> I said I noted so much, but I li- I laid in bed that night thinking, either that's gonna be the worst thing we ever do, or the best thing we ever do. <laughs> and I was so horrified that it could have been the former. I did not consider it to be the latter. I still yeah. don't. No, no, it was uh, it was not it was not a defining moment. But uh, but luckily. Uh, through some computer malfunctions, it was uh, it was yeah. uh, not recorded. But, but on the plus side, we now have a national first in which our president-elect had to publicly deny having <laughs> a, a big nasty boy pee party. So that's yeah. a thing that we all have now. We have it now. I, uh, he was like, you know, I'm a germaphobe. And I was like, you're in a sterile. Uh... <laughs> Well, it's, it's, it's all, that's also a really lame excuse. It's like, oh, no, honey, I'm allergic yeah. to glitter. I wasn't at the strip club. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be so entertaining to watch all of this unfold. And um, especially for a Republican, I have to say. I mean, if it had been um, John Kerry or, you know, John Edwards, you know, back in the day, probably John Edwards did the same thing. Maybe they were there together. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. But to watch the, the Republicans um, sort of try really hard not to have their heads explode is going to be way better than any television I'm going to watch this week, that's, including the, the Packers and Cowboys game on Sunday, which is saying a lot. That's so. right. Oh, <laughs> I, as, I'm uh, like, I'm a big 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 old lions fan uh-huh um, so the last two the last four weeks actually have not been good not been good for old dino um, i i feel your pain i get it i i no you don't you're a packers fan <laughs> <laughs> my entire early childhood the packers were so terrible that i referred to football as the bad word jamboree because my father would sit in front of the tv and just curse <laughs> no, no, there was a time I remember in, you know, middle school where you guys were all right. Yeah, when, uh, when no, Sanders uh, was on the team. Barry Sanders, yeah. No, yeah. you know what happened? You know what happened when I was in middle school? 
Somebody blew double. Somebody blew single coverage on Sterling Sharp, and Brett Favre just had a wide open Sterling Sharp in the south end zone of the Silver Dome to knock the Lions out of the playoffs in 1993. <laughs> 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 oh man, Sterling Sharp, well, big fan of Aaron Rodgers. Big fan. Big fan. Thanks for tying that in. That's what I heard. That's yeah. What I heard. I, uh, anyway. Yeah, but yes, it is. Um, yeah, I am. I'm also looking forward to uh, a certain team. From a certain town, putting the cowboys out to pasture, and of course I'm talking about the pack. I actually think uh, whoever won that game between the Giants and the Packers last week was probably going to go to the Super Bowl from the NFC. So, congratulations to Packers fans. Yeah, I think you're probably getting to the Super Bowl. We'll see. No, we'll um, see. On a, on a related note, which we can probably get on board with, uh, Brandino. Um, on Fresh Air today, they were interviewing Joe Buck, and I'm uh-huh. assuming you probably hate Joe Buck, right? Like, do you hate Joe Buck? Um, I don't. He, I'm coming around on him a little bit. Okay. Uh, but because yeah, he for the most yeah. part, I find him. I find Joe Buck very. I watched like Joe Buck doing football with Troy Aikman isn't bad. Uh-huh. Um, Joe Buck doing baseball, baseball. With, Tim, with Tim McCarver makes me want to yeah. throw myself into a gorge. Yeah, I, I hate him, like, both ways. I hate him on a boat. I hate him in a tree. I hate him. Let me be, yeah. um, Joe Buck. And, uh, but but it was it was really funny listening to him on Fresh Air today because he talked literally for about 15 minutes about his hair plugs. That was, like, his major struggle of his life was getting hair plugs. And the, the interviewer brought up, you know, hey, you know, all these people hate you, and they really can't stand you, and they want to kill you, and they really, really loathe you. He's like, but my hair plugs. <laughs> so much worse yeah. than all those people hating me. So look yeah. it up. NPR. Yeah. <clears throat> I just like now, now that Joe Buck's getting a little more animated with big calls, he's not as bad to me anymore. But he was just so straight laced and so boring for so long. Like th- th- this is my impression of Joe Buck calling the Hindenburg. Oh <laughs> goodness, what a tragedy! A triumph for fire over the human spirit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Pino, Pino, can you try to be a little, a little more boring on the, uh, the Joe Buck? Let's take it again from the top. <laughs> oh goodness, what a tragedy! A triumph for fire over the human spirit. Nailed it, buddy. That's why we pay you, man. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> the, uh, but uh, now what we were talking about before we went live, uh, on well, before we went recorded because we've been live this whole time, uh, is uh, if you haven't seen it. That means you don't have any conservative relatives. Um, it was a, uh, a video that was released during the Golden Globes uh, during what some are calling the infamous Meryl Streep speech. Yeah, <clears throat> Inf- infamous where she just said, hey, disrespect invites more disrespect. That's not great, guys. And then everybody would just put their hands on their hips and was like, oh, you hurtful, <laughs> you hurtful C-word, you. Yeah, the hubris like, of this wench. Bullying is wrong. What? <laughs> Who thinks bullying is wrong? Bullying is what our country is founded on. <laughs> we love bullying. The uh, yeah. So um, what? Uh, so this this woman uh, posted a video uh, of herself doing one of the a live like we do here, and um, Dibbler has done as well uh, on his downtime. The um, but uh, she she takes the moment to do it like a selfie live moment and rants about how thanks to Meryl Streep, Donald Trump is going to be elected for a second term because 
her and her Hollywood elite friends, them thar one percenters, are uh, just sitting there patting themselves out of back. And she's like, what I like is she says, Cruella DeVille took the stage and put on her coat of puppies. And like, and that was literally the only Meryl Streep movie I think she was familiar with. I totally Meryl Streep wasn't even in that movie. Yeah, she's See, in. I, the, I have made a Meryl Streep reference in the last in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with puppies. Oh, that's even better. But then she like she like talked about the movies that they were talking about like after, and she was like, "I haven't even heard of these movies," and I'm like, "Well, that's because." None of them have the word earnest in them. <laughs> and that's, you know, like she was like, I stopped going to the cinema well, when Slinky Dog died. <laughs> she she also let us know a little bit more about her taste when she was talking about watching War Stories with Oliver North. I like that. That was a beautiful yeah, plug. Entertainment. Yeah. Well, she also, she also totally, like, tipped her hand because it was, like, the lady doth protest too much. Where she said, I wasn't watching the Golden Globes. And my friend called me and said, you need to watch this speech. And I was like, oh, okay, lady. You, you were totally watching the... You were, you were watching and you just wanted to sound cool about it. And also, let's address the elephant in the room. Vis-a-vis this video. Um, this lady posted a seven-minute video of her just sitting on her, like, I'm assuming living room floor and going on this kind of bland diatribe. Sans pantaloons. Yeah, yeah. I there is you no know, no ranting like uh, pantsless ranting. Pants are not required for political. Is there any other kind? Well, was she wearing? If, if she was wearing a shirt, if she was wearing a shirt and shoes, then we're good. Uh, well, yeah, because no shirt, no shoes, no service. <laughs> yeah, which is uh, standard law. And uh, right, yeah, you'll, that's uh, that's actually Article Three of the Constitution. <laughs> Our founding father. That's because it's actually called Ben Franklin's Law. Because uh, he was known to walk buck ass naked into many a general store, drunk off wine. <laughs> and he was like, I'll tell Excuse you me. who a good Excuse goddamn me. ball player is. <laughs> we both went different Excuse ways. Excuse me, boy. I need some hard, I need some hard tack and some parchment. <laughs> he was known as uh, L.L. Franklin around town. Ladies yeah. love Franklin. It's true. Was quite the ladies' man. Hey, it was part of the reason that uh, France, France, he charmed the uh, he charmed the Fran- the French ladies, the French wives, to help uh, fund the Revolutionary War. Yeah. Uh, With or without pants. Well, we're not I sure. think we know. Right. It was the it was uh, the full Franklin back then. Is what it was called. Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, you don't uh, you don't die of syphilis for no reason. That's right. You didn't, you, you didn't you didn't get syphilis from some tainted meat. Or maybe he did. Hi-oh! I'd like to thank a quick shout-out to my mom for watching each and every week. Mother dear, I love you. So, thank you. Now, we're, we're being relatively tame. Uh, relatively. Yeah, well, I mean, we're making, we're making smart jokes because our, uh, our, our uh, apparently our dirty dick jokes are uh, surrounded with historical facts. So... Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like we're we're like a schoolhouse it's like rock. It's like the Hamilton of dick jokes. That is actually now going to be uh, the the um, the the catchphrase of this show. Is uh, when you <laughs> it used to be like, hey, check us out, uh, Gibblet, Brandino, and Nate. It's fun, and so are they. It's the Hamilton of dick jokes. Is 
is the new. You're gonna be overrun with millennials jumping on the band. They're not rapping at all. <laughs> they can temp away. <laughs> <laughs> well done. So, Brandon, are you are you the same age as us? Give or take, yeah. Okay. I, I'm 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 a, I'm like a year and a half, two years younger than the other guys. Do you consider yeah, I... yourself a millennial? No, no, okay. no. I don't. No, he um, actually considers himself a baby is, boomer. That's how. It's pretty close. <laughs> it's pretty close. Yeah. Now, like, because when, when we were coming up, we were Gen Y, right? Well, I always identified as Generation X because I had aspirations to be, you know, a couple years older. So, you know, my cultural touchstones are the same as my quote-unquote Generation X friends. Yeah, I, uh, so. I also, I mean, I literally am that old that I am. No, we Generation are. We are. We're seventies yeah, babies. So. Yes, we, we can yeah, wear see, I was, uh, I was, I was, I was born in nineteen eighty. No, see. Um, yeah, so you're, I, I, you're cuspy. I, as yeah, my, it's, my it's right California there. I'm like, it's right there. Astrology buffs would say you're you're on the cusp. Yes. Yes, that is. Uh, but yeah, yeah, cuspy. like when I was growing up, we were we were like Gen Y. That's what just what we were. Mm-hmm. And then like, because I don't consider myself a millennial because. Don't you have to be, like, 27 or so to be well, one of them now? My husband and I have this argument somewhat regularly where he'll be like, no, we're, we're millennials. And I will correct him and go searching on Internet sites to prove that, no, we are not millennials. We are definitely not millennials. <laughs> you have to be born in 81 to be a millennial. Um, because, I mean, I think of the millennials as being, like, 27. Well, you but, do you love know. craft beer. That is uh, uh, that's true. That's where people often get confused. I do love craft beer. I I and, and only I, exclusively drink macro brew because I don't think they get enough publicity. That's so so nice of you. No, <laughs> I'm just I'm just a, a coastal elite, and that's why I have to drink your craft beer. Oh, there you go. It's it's an it's an every well, I'm, I'm liberal I'm, bubble beverage. Well, see, I I don't I, I don't know about that because like I'm I I, I work in an industrial job. Um, I, I'm a skilled laborer. I, I'm a union boy, um, and I, I I drink the craft beer like it's going out of style. So, because you're a millennial. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, I know. No, you are totally living kidding. in you're a millennial world. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. We are living in a millennial <laughs> world, and, and it's not like I don't. It's like I just want like, oh God. The reason I'm the reason I get mad at like 26 year olds is because I was you 10 years ago, and I want you to not be as dumb as I was 10 years ago. Don't make I have the, the intervening 10 years of experience. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. When I talk to a young person and they say things that I heard myself say, I'm like, it's like oh no, nope. oh man. And then, oh, but man. I try to tell them, I try to warn them, and then they're like, shut up, pops, and I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> nothing yeah, makes me feel now. nothing makes me feel more like a um, non-millennial than listening to contemporary hip-hop and then I, this little old woman inside my brain rears up and goes this is terrible you can't dance to this this all sounds the same <laughs> yeah, where, awful where, where are the skits between the songs on the record <laughs> this isn't a musician <laughs> and then I have to pause and shake my head in shame at myself there. There's no fake radio stations or kung fu movie clips in between these songs. What's <laughs> right, going on? That's right. right. Exactly. Twenty dollar snack pyramid. 
<laughs> that oh my god, that is what we need in this world is more of that. Yeah, just yeah. like I I said it the other day, um I would if W Balls was a real station, it's all I would listen to. <laughs> I it's literally all I would I literally I literally went on YouTube after I read that status and listened to like five W Balls cuts in a row. <laughs> I was just like yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and this is. Do you guys have like a, a throwback hip hop station where you're living? On I do, radio? I do, and it's awesome. They it's play so awesome. Um, <clears throat> the the throwback hip hop plays only like shit from 1991 to like 2003. Uh-huh. It's like my it's like my perfect wheelhouse of hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. I listen to uh, uh, Gen I... X radio on iHeartRadio for that. Oh, that's that's good stuff too. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I feel a little conflicted sometimes because I drive around with my kids in the car a lot, and we, you know, we'll be listening to like Tupac and Biggie and Dr. Dre and whatever's coming on, and it's censored. On, and I mean, clearly they listen to me watch the Packers, and that is uncensored. Uh, uh, yep. Horrible, horrible, <laughs> horrible stream of language coming out of my dainty mouth when I watch football. So it's not like they haven't heard, you know, curse words. But then once in a while, like. One of my kids will be like, yeah, you know, <laughs> like, quote, Tupac, right? <laughs> I, I can't even say it. I can't even say it. And I'm like, we don't use that language in around anyone when, unless we're in the car and we're singing along with the radio, and that's different. But now, however, if your kid's saying, dear mama to you on Mother's Day, I would you, Niagara so Falls. <laughs> Totally. Megan, that's Megan. what I hope for. I can I can help you here, Megan. You gotta make sure that you um your your kids get them listening to most deaf, get them into yes. a little Wu Tang clan. Oh yeah, we have some Wu Tang in there. Oh, Biggie's favorite song is actually she loves ODB. She really loves <laughs> old dirty bastard. Nice. Nice. <laughs> She's six years old. Six. See, I'm that great about that. that <laughs> language I mean, you gotta, you gotta have a little of both, right? You know, you gotta you know, put it out there. Yeah. You know, those words exist. It's all words. And, <laughs> and one of my much—that's the real concern, not the moral concern. Yeah, know? no, you're totally right. Uh, one of my good friends, her kids who are the same age as just her husband has them on a steady diet of Public Enemy now. So we're gonna add a little Public oh, Enemy nice. to the rotation. Yeah, nice. My uh, my son Love Smalls is—he uh, is all about. Um, Sir Mix-a-Lot, Baby Got Back. He loves that song. Does he know the whole song? He's learning it. He doesn't really know what the words mean. Like, he'll, like, hear it and then interpret what he thinks the words are. Uh-huh. And so, like, he was singing it the other day, and I can't remember what he was doing. He was just doing it so wrong. And uh, I was like, no, it's my anaconda don't want none unless you got <laughs> buns, hun. And they're like, buns. <laughs> And my yeah, yeah. and my wife is like, oh, thank you, thank you for correcting. I'm like, that's how it goes. <clears throat> now when he says that to my parents, I'm gonna have to explain. <laughs> <laughs> my anaconda don't want none, Dad. Remember? And uh, um, well, um, speaking of um, of bad language, <laughs> and we we briefly talked about our president elect. Um, so, are you guys ready to play a game I've concocted for you? Oh. Yes, please. Game on. I'm always ready. 
Yeah. So uh, this game, normally I just like state what the options are for the game, but uh, my wife, my, my wife, um, wisely pointed out that I need to come up with the snappier names for the games. So this one is called Witch Megalomaniac. Hmm. <laughs> I now, like it already. The terms of the game are this. I'm going to read you a quote. Uh, and the quote will either be a villain from a Final Fantasy game or a tweet from our dear president-elect. Hmm. <laughs> now, see... And you have, to, you have to tell me which one it is. Now, Giblet's going to have the leg up here because he is a Final Fantasy hound. I am, however, my memory is compromised. <laughs> <laughs> and these are... These these are only these are only Final Fantasy games from the 1990s. 19... <laughs> Ouch! Oh, that hurts. God, when you say it like that. But uh... yeah, I know that was that, that was just a little knife twist for all four of us. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. All right, all right, here we go. Okay, so are we are we are we ready to play Witch Megalomaniac? No, wait, say it again so we can all say it like a game show. Witch. Megla! Megla! Maniac! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Thanks, Marge. So... <laughs> hey, what are we playing so... What are the How many points? How many points? Uh, I'm going to read ten quotes, and, and then we'll take tallies. And there's a bonus point system for this one. Ooh. If... I should have known. There's a bonus point Classic system for this. If you know... That it is indeed a Final Fantasy character, and you can tell me which Final Fantasy character said it, you you will get an extra point. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry. <laughs> All right, straight points. I should have played the bonus version. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, so <clears throat> first quote. First quote. Make. First quote. Are we doing? Uh, that? No, we got. I thought so. that was the tradition. Yeah, it's okay. the Dave. Le- it's the Dave Letterman yes. letter number yeah, one. Letterman, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. 
My mom. <laughs> B-word. Alright. <laughs> I'm trying to... We've got, like, five people watching, so I just, like... It, I don't it know, could be I don't a kid. Know. At least <laughs> yeah, three of them are family. Okay. Quote number three. Quote number three. Quote number three. The world... The world is most peaceful and most prosperous when we are strongest. God. Final oh, fantasy. Please. Yeah, I'm going to go with Trump, too. I'm, I'm, I have to go with Trump on that one. All right. Ed and Megan take the points. That is a Donald yeah. Trump. Yeah. That is what little humanity I have left. I actually feel bad apologies for using that one. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. Quote number four. Quote number Four. Quote number four and Andrea Larson. Yes, we are having an entertaining evening. I don't know about you. <laughs> well, she's having a plenty good one now. That's my mom. She's watching the show. No, she's your mom. <laughs> Hi, Nate. <Mom. laughs> All right. Quote number four. You must hate it when I show up. Too bad. Mm. Oh, that's Trump. Trump. That's classic Trump. Trump. I, I'm going to say Final Fantasy because it's, it's too Trump. <laughs> all caps. All right. The point goes to Nate. That is Final oh. Fantasy. See, it was too that, plausible. That is, that, it was too plausible. That is, that is, that is Ultros the Octopus, also from Final Fantasy VI. Where the psychological element of this game comes in. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All These right. things are think I'll pieces. Scrambled Megs. <laughs> That's her All LinkedIn right, name, by the way, if you want to follow her on LinkedIn. Scrambled Megs. <laughs> on LinkedIn. That's pretty much what you'll find on my LinkedIn. <laughs> Alright, what? Alright. Quote number five. Quote number five. Quote five. Quote five. I will make our army so big, so powerful, and so strong. No one will dare mess with us. That is actually Trump. I almost don't feel right getting it because I've read that tweet. It makes me feel like I want to throw up. <laughs> it's Trump. Yeah, I guess you have to go with the majority on this one. Yes, that is, that is Donald Trump. Our our president tweeted that <laughs> that sentence. Our pre our army. Wait, no, no one can really see it on Twitter though, right? Like, I mean, think it'd be so awesome out there for the whole world. <laughs> What? Also, just just like a real quick fact, and I, I shared this with the fellas earlier, there's a full database of Donald Trump's tweets that are searchable by keyword. Um, a full 1% of the tweets this man has sent have the words dummy in them. <laughs> uh, I'm actually shocked at how low that number is. I was going to say, I would think it would be more often. He's, he sent, he, he's tweeted 32,000 times. Which is astonishing in and of itself, and yeah. uh, and 320 of those tweets. <laughs> How many say loser? Yeah, ooh, that's good. I be... didn't. I didn't. That is a good one. I did not cross check loser. I, I I checked dummy, dope, dumb, stupid, and idiot. And dummy <laughs> had all the like elementary school insults. I would like to know about the middle school insults, like loser and lame and that sort. Rosie of thing. O'Donnell I, I is a chump be... stain. Uh, she's a yeah. chump. <laughs> chump 
uh, hashtag something, wanted to get it trending. And, uh... <laughs> mm. All right. Quote number six. Quote number six. Quote number six. Quote number six. <clears throat> you are just a puppet. You have no heart. Final <clears throat> fantasy. Final fantasy. I'm going to go final fantasy. Too literary. So. Too, too well done. That no, is correct. No puppet. No puppet. No puppet. <laughs> That is correct. <laughs> that that is Final Fantasy. That is a line from famous Final Fantasy villain Sephiroth from Final Fantasy Seven. Sephiroth is my homie. The homie Sephiroth. Mm. All right. Uh, we got quote number eight or seven now. I've I've had a lot of verbs. <laughs> I think it's quote, quote number seven. Yes, we're on quote number seven. Quote number seven. <clears throat> I founded and run the largest empire in the world. Why am I the enemy? Final Fantasy. I am too. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. You know what? Final Fantasy. I'm going to go Trump just to be contrarian. Uh, the, the contrarian takes the point. That is yeah. Donald Trump's point. Nice. Dude, nice. I got to say that one. Really? Like take that line because that could e- that could be in any video game. Like that could have been Mass Effect. That could have like yep. anybody. Yep. Like... That is that is just boiler that is boilerplate video game villain like line read right there. Uh, why am I the bad one? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So number eight. Let me count the ways. Let me count the ways. Number eight. Number eight. Are we switching the numbers from quote now? I'm sticking with quote. Quote number eight. Quote number eight. You are beginning to bore me. I'm a busy man. If you'll excuse me, I have a dinner I have to go to. <laughs> That's too long for Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's over 120 yeah. characters. Also, I think isn't that... That kind of sounds like Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, it's Final Fantasy. Yes. I, I, sh- I should have done I should have done character counts because you're right. I think that's like 200 characters. <laughs> um, no, that is that is Final Fantasy. That is President Shinra from Final Fantasy mm. 7. President Villain. Well done. Excellent job on that one. Another Final Fantasy 7 reference. It was it was a monumental number of the series. Uh, there. I'll I'll give you a hint. Uh, there's two Final Fantasy games I know really well from the 90s, and they're 6 and 7. So. <laughs> now, is 6 actually eight, 2? 6 is 3. 6, six is seven. 3. Okay. As you would know it. Yes. 7 is 7. 3 was actually 6. 4 As was actually 2. would call it <laughs> You squares. Uh, I used to play with the sound off and uh, listen to Please Hammer Don't Hurt Them. So. Just, just sitting but there. But how can you do two legit twit? Oh wait, no, that was from not from me. Not from yeah. Yeah, just that was a Just sitting there, you, sitting you there grinding Gao on the belt. <laughs> just going through with that monster kid and just data mining. Yep, grinding, grinding Gao on the belt, baby. <laughs> All right. Um, quote number nine. Quotes number nine. Quote this many. 
holding up nine. Yeah, that's for our video <laughs> list, our video watchers. Good job, Ed. Um, quote number nine. <clears throat> you really are a slow one, and always, always <laughs> such a goody two shoes. Yeah, I'm going to go Final Fantasy, but I do like the idea of uh, Trump calling someone a goody two-shoes. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I got to go with Trump on it. That is Final Fantasy. That is Final oh, Fantasy yeah. VI. That is, that is another Tesco quote. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, so <bad>. <laughs> <laughs> this is to be contrarian, but you're like, please let me be wrong. I, I did it to doubt my I, I did it to, to play chicken with my black and broken heart and uh <laughs> one. I did it for I the won. buck. I did it for the people. <laughs> Deep wrestling cut. Alright, last <laughs> last one. Quote number ten. Quote number ten. That is quote quote number nine plus one. My favorite boy band. Quote number ten. <laughs> But remember, there are people out there who don't want us to have peace. We must be strong. Trump. Um, Final Fantasy. All right. That was Trump. And tallying the points, tallying the points, it is a tie between Nate and Meg for the win. Oh, the two biggest Trump supporters. So that makes the most sense. I actually feel kind of good about losing. (laughs) Ed is helping people start revolutions, I heard. Getting them the forms they need. Yeah. yeah, well, it's uh, yeah, it's the uh, it's it's just your basic R dash three one. Fill it out in triplicate. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I posted a meme of, would you like to see uh, Donald Trump unelected? Uh, like for yes, share for no, and uh, <laughs> so far it's been getting a lot of likes. Mm. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'll submit that. I was, uh, the, uh, Megan, you were referring to the uh, hilarious Facebook post I made earlier about a yeah. uh, <laughs> woman who called wanting to know what form she could fill out to uh, replace the president or to call for a new election. And I said there, there is no form, only <laughs> impeachment or revolution. And she, what about coup d'etat? She, she molded over for a moment. She apparently knew what impeachment was because she didn't ask about impeachment. She was just like, well, can is there anything I need to fill out or a form for the other thing? The other thing. <laughs> I said the other thing, revolution. And she said yes. And I said, no, that's, you basically just say that you're not going to that's, yeah, that's that's there. literally not how revolutions. That's a that's a real that's a street. You need a street crew for a good revolution. Yeah. Just need just need to go watch Hamilton. And then I have two plot points. One, she I could hear, I could hear it in her voice, and I could hear it just over the phone that she was taking notes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you could possibly. If she, if she just wrote down the word revolution and put a <laughs> by it, or... she's like Google revolution. <laughs> the Google revolution. The other what thing. do I need? Can I get the supplies at Target? 
it or do I have to go to a different store? Amazon, order me some revolution <laughs> things. <laughs> and the last plot point, Stuart, is that uh, um, coming from uh, from I have a lot of writer colleagues, and uh, one of them works for one of the big publications, and uh, she wanted to quote me in an article about the encounter, which I agreed to. So we'll see where that goes. But. <laughs> You, you you should have actually told her to order a revolution kit on Amazon. I would love that. That would be that would that would make my day. Oh, it's great. It comes with uh, it comes with how to make friends and influence people and thirty Kentucky <laughs> long rifles and a guillotine. <laughs> you, you didn't specify what kind of revolution. You want the French version. You want uh, the right. box of box of tea. Um, hey, do I have to order the robes? Do I have to order the robes, Pierre, separate, or is that part of the whole shit with it? Uh, I don't look good in in berets. Uh, when I kill my partner, do I have to order the bathtub to cut his throat in, or is that like a whole deal? Do I have to get a painter to paint that? Like, do I get, like, do I get a discount shit? for the more uh, revolution references <laughs> we make yeah. uh, in this bit? Uh, because I think we're running out. The um, the now I wanted to uh, shift gears, because uh, I I saw uh, a scene uh, on these here intramats. Um, the uh, now if everybody if anybody knows me, they know that I'm a huge fan of The Incredibles, uh, the Disney Incredibles. Just a, fan, just, just a fantastic. It's it's one of my favorite Pixar films. It's in my it's in my yeah. top five. I'm glad I've seen it. It is. Uh, it's a great. That's one. absolutely phenomenal. Because what's fun is it's not a musical, you know. It's it's just it's just a good superhero movie, and uh, you know she it's 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 fun. It's, I enjoy it quite a bit. And uh, so I've been waiting for Incredibles two for quite a long time, and now I find that they are making Cars three. I'm getting Cars three. <laughs> To uh, as a as a uh, very second place prize, like 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 if I told my mom I wanted to have chicken McNuggets for dinner, and then she took me to Wendy's for chicken nuggets, that's what I've been given. Uh, because sure, the chicken nuggets, and sure, it's okay. But it's, side note, chicken nuggets sound fantastic. Man, <laughs> if they had delivery chicken nuggets, they'd be calling me Mater Clump because. Uh, oh, go ahead. And I do. I get. I get like a forty-piece chicken tender from uh, Domino's sometimes. Forty-piece chicken. T- that's like. That's like you order the three, the three orders then, because you. That's that's literally that's literally ten meals. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how long it lasts. It's I probably order. less than one whole chicken. Yeah. Oh, it's easily less than everything one whole else chicken. you put in there. Oh yeah. And then uh, now, do you get the habanero, the sweet habanero sauce to dip it in? Oh. Mm. Nah, mm. I'm a I'm a I'm a solid uh, barbecue sauce dude. Mm. Mm. Classic. Oh, man. Now I'm like I'm going through one of those weird old man turns where my tolerance for spicy stuff has mysteriously like increased by an order of magnitude. Yes. Because I because <laughs> I was just like, hey, you know what? I have a really stuffy head, and my wife and I got uh, my wife got my wife. <laughs> oh man, we, like I I want the doo-wop my wife to be candy. <laughs> we had this, this 
got to be our shit from now on. It's so long, though. Um, it was pretty stellar. <laughs> it, it's all the use listening to Fun Run. The, uh... And n- normally, like, everybody's got their own specific B-dubs, like, shit. Like, normally mine is Caribbean Jerk and uh, Ty Curry. But I really wanted something to bust loose the concrete curing in my sinuses. So I got Mango Habanero. And I was like, oh, this is good. I don't remember this being this hot before. It's the second hottest thing. Yeah. I am a fan. I am a big, big fan. I, uh, I like uh, Agent Zing. Um, oh, Agent Zing's delicious. Agent Zing is a good That was my old high school nickname. As I, I would. I, that I is true. I make a joke here. <laughs> Agent Zing. Yeah, that's uh, – he used to wear a shirt for his monogram dad. It was a puffy paint. And <laughs> – because it was oh, puff that's what we oh. did back in the day. We should bring that back, yeah. I, I, why haven't we? And you know what? I'm going to go online while it's still cheap and get me a bedazzler. You should. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, I just don't go on Twitter anymore because I want the fragments left of my soul to still be there in 10 years. <laughs> but um, if somebody wants to go on Twitter, someone should tweet at Kanye that he should get a puff paint shirt. I bet that crazy <laughs> asshole will do it. Yeah, he probably would. And he'll look cool doing it. Well, see, that's what I. But then, but then, puff paint would be like would go up from like five dollars to like twenty five dollars. And then and Nate doesn't want to. Pay <laughs> I don't. For his puffy I don't. Well, what I'm thinking. He only has so much in his puffy paint. Oh, my budget. puffy paint budget. I already got that. It expires, sure. guys. <laughs> it uh. Well, I was, I'm thinking more of the Vacation Bible Store. And what would they? Oh. Uh, you know, it's like oh, I'm sorry, kids. I was, no I, was gonna, I was gonna say I literally was gonna say Awanas. <laughs> there you, there you have there it. There it is. And uh, but uh, coming back, uh, the reason I brought up Cars Three is because I don't know if it's ironically that Cars Three, or like the Cars franchise, is slowly becoming like cliched guy movies because they're cars. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But it was like the first one. I, I, I mentioned this to uh, Eddie and Brandino uh, off off show. Where it's like the first one's a fish out of water story. You know, it's like Slick right. City Car is now in this hillbilly town. What's he gonna do? Yeah. And then, hey, cool, I'm a tow truck. <laughs> it's like it's like um, um, Easy Rider. Yeah. Pretty much without you know the the New Orleans montage at the end. Right. Yeah, and then, and, and and without a cool Dennis Hopper guy, that's Mater. Right. Which well, no, that's totally <laughs> that's Mater. totally Mater. No, Mater. What did we tell you about talking to convicts? To not to. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so you have that first movie, and then the second movie, there's spies. Michael Caine is in it, and you know, and cars were being killed in that movie, like. It- it was a total mess. Yeah, and Michael Caine's, like, partner got got murdered at the beginning of Cars 2. And now in Cars 3, he it's it's like like true grit meets Rocky kind of a thing. Because it's like uh, he gets injured, and they're like, you'll never be a race car again. And he's like, I'm going to retire on my terms. And and then he goes to this old dirt track and learns to race again and comes back and he's gonna beat the kid. You know he's gonna beat the kid because he's gonna beat he's gonna beat that spoiled millennial car who trains who thinks he has all the answers and thinks he's just entitled to a trophy every time he races. 
certainly can't see me, but I'm making dismissive jerk out there. The, uh, the <laughs> Ivan Drago, you know, just like where he's trained, like, you know, he's getting like all revved up by computers and like, and like training in a gym and like, and then Lightning is like, like outrunning a chicken uh, with Mater on the old dirt track. And Nate, you know what I have to say about all this? What's that? Wake me when those cars finally start having sex. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, cars, cars I, four. I'm just gonna say, if Maybe. we really want to appeal to, you know, the the zeitgeist, what we want is to have a cars movie about the disenfranchised car built in an American factory, who's gonna be outsourced. His his cousins are gonna be outsourced to Asia, and how they have this cheeto-haired overlord that they're all yeah. worshiping now and in the end the cheeto-haired overlord just runs them all over and it's just a junkyard and then I just, it's over I, and then, then there's a bunch of like racist stereotypes of cars like hey yeah. SA, we made all your we made all your parts we made all your parts yeah. for cheaper like, oh, and then like the evil the evil chinese car with like a yeah. fu manchu oh yeah oh, and and for it's, inexplicably it's, it's, a kimono it sounds like <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny that you say that because my husband and I, my husband, where's my little ditty, Nate? Uh, my watching. husband? <laughs> <laughs> we were watching my, my um, revered husband, whom I love. Episode one. <laughs> we watched episode one the other night with our kids for some reason, and um, the kids had fallen asleep. Somebody was bad. Turn this off now. Yeah, now, exactly. Now, Megan, I, feel, I was I like, oh my god, the Trade Federation. Yes. I feel obliged to tell you I have called TPS on this. <laughs> and this was after the Tupac reference. The Star Wars tipped it over. <laughs> no, that's Phantom Menace, man. Phantom Menace. <laughs> Dude, it was so good. In fact, like, now that I think about it, I feel like I saw it with you, Nate, when I think back to seeing the episode. Uh, we could have um, definitely gone with the group. I remember we all kind of yeah. went to, like, all of yeah. the re-releases. I mean... Yep. I'm pretty sure that you were there. Anyway, I hadn't seen it since then, and it was so terrible. It was so terrible. And my two takeaways from watching it were the Trade Federation is a terrible, terrible racist stereotype, and Jar Jar Binks is even more horrible than I remembered, and really whoever yeah, created they're, him they're, should be they're pilloried. Both, Jar Jar and the Trade Federation are both like pretty terrible, like racist, awful things. Because the Trade Federation is basically just like, oh, I am Asian. Oh, right. no. Yeah. Oh, boy. No, they, they seriously have these, like, ridiculous mustaches. I, I only love and... profit, <laughs> Oh, my God. I was so horrified. Ancient <laughs> so, Trade anyway. Federation secret, huh? <laughs> and then, like, Jar Jar is basically like a fucking clan drawing from the 20s. Oh, yeah. Although, the, all, the one good thing I will tell you about Jar Jar is that as we were watching it, we were like, you know, we really need to resurrect this catchphrase because it's going to be very useful. Is we going to die? <laughs> <laughs> and when Donald Trump tweets, we say, is we going to die? I would love to see a call to action if everybody would just tweet a picture of Jar Jar to him every time he tweeted something. With the uh, with the impact bot, it's a we gonna die, and yeah. just watch him just turn like Donald Duck. Jar Jar red. Jar Jar is a tremendous funny character. This is terrible in a sense. <laughs> I was, he's, he's one of, I mean, yeah. and you, you can't you 
can't see it, but I'm doing. I'm holding both of my both my hands out like L's because I need to know which side is left and which one's right. <laughs> I should be quick to point out to uh, people who uncover us in the capsule and listen to us and want to know exactly what's going on at this point in time. Uh, inauguration is next week, so we still have days. Uh, yeah, still people of other colors. Yep. <clears throat> Uh, Walt <laughs> not begun yet. Oh, well, this be fun to look back on. And yeah, Ed, 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 just to be safe, is embracing the Irish side of his heritage. Uh, <laughs> just, just to be safe. And he's changing his name to Potatoes. Just Potatoes, singular. Just potatoes. Eddie Potatoes! No, no, you've already seen my plan. I'm trying to become a reality TV star. <laughs> Seems to work hey, for other people. Hey, it's, yeah, I can understand. It's a fast track to a a nice rental property for four years. Hey, you can't beat him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> so, that was, uh, but yeah, Cars 3, uh, just bizarrely, bizarrely, uh, taking, like, catering to dudes, but not at the same time. It is, uh, it is a weird, and damn it, give me my Incredibles 2. I know, Brad, Brad, Brad Bird, dog. I need you to get just make the fucking thing, yeah. man. I need it. I need it, man. I need uh, I need more super suit talk. Before before Craig Craig T. Nelson's not young. <laughs> That's right. We don't want uh, wrong sounding <laughs> Mister Incredible. He's not Craig T. Nelson's not a young man. I need neither is Holly Hunter. She's not. Holly Hunter's she's not voice a young is woman. just gonna get more more whiskey voice every yeah, day, guys. That's right. Well, you know, you uh, could get um the mom. Uh, uh, Claire from Modern Family, I think, would be a good step in for, oh, for Mrs. Go. Incredible. Yeah, can, can, can she do kind of a Tennessee accent? I think she could. Uh, but, I mean, just the, 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 the confidence in her voice, I think, would be a smooth transition. Uh, of course, my nod for Mr. Incredible will go to a uh, friend of the show, Patrick Warburton. Oh, for sure. You know, if, uh, if something but happens. I, like, if, if they don't cast, if they don't cast, uh, wonderful and hilarious person Sarah Vowell again as Violet I'm not going to be yeah oh I love Sarah Vowell yeah must uh, yeah fantastic absolutely fantastic wonderful talent the uh but uh now I think um we need to shift uh I'm gonna say shift gears like it's a really because I like to say buzzwords we're gonna shift our paradigm (laughs) speaking speaking of cars Speaking of cars, we're going to shift gears. Already shifted. Oh, oh that was ah, Nice, thick, Wisconsin <laughs> action on that one. Um, yes. Um, I, I like to bust it out every now and then and freak my friends out. I'll be like, oh, you guys going out tonight? And they're like, are, are you okay? <laughs> you sound like that show that's on Saturdays on NPR. Did you hit your head? <laughs> like, dude, I grew up in that show. <laughs> that is my life. It's all I know. I, I am literally brought to you by King's Biscuit Puffs. Heavens, they're tasty. <laughs> I, I eat a lot of ketchup, and I sing about it. <laughs> I know lots of recipes for hot dish. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good Minnesota joke. Oh, I love it. <laughs> hey, we start recording, right? <laughs> yes, yes, we are recording. Okay. We are on the air. We are live and in living color, uh, but there's no Damon Wayans. Um, but uh, I said that was I, 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 I do. I do have Marlin. That's true. I know. 
What's he been up to? Everybody's wondering. <laughs> he's he's actually just writing another. He's writing scary movie twenty. Um, he's almost done. He started when we started recording. And, yeah, uh, he's not. They're, 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 he's just doing. He's just doing punch up. Well, the so it's just four pages that literally just have the word fart and dick alternating. Uh, so it's very. It works for for you guys. <laughs> That's it. It works. Hey, I mean, we are. Um, you haven't earned the right. <laughs> we, we have we have spanned three major mediums. Uh, we have been on, we uh, we've been multimedia. Yeah, we've been on YouTube. We've been on the Facebook network. Uh, we've been on uh, the uh, what is it? Uh, we're on SoundCloud now, which may be bought by uh, Google. All hail Google! I am a huge fan. I eat Google Oats every morning. But um, let's uh, let's play. The multiverse's number one party game. Uh, of course, we're talking about hey, what you're drinking. The game is great for kids from one age of 92. Wow. And uh, if you are under one and over 92, you are ineligible. And also, keep in mind to our interdimensional friends, you must have the power to speak and you must also speak common. Otherwise, the game is very hard. Uh, for us common speakers. Can we can we take a quick time out? Is someone chopping wood? She's making she's making carrot sticks. I'm I'm being a good housewife. I'm cooking dinner for my children. Well, that's acceptable. Well, I'm sorry. But I'm also drinking. What uh what exactly uh are you chopping when you make uh, mac and cheese and hot dogs? What is uh? Well, typically that's what I would be making, but we're trying out this Blue Apron thing's not supposed to be for the whole family, Mm. and it's mushroom enchiladas. Do you think that's going to go over like a lead balloon? Oh, for your children? Yes, absolutely. For children? Yes. I agree. Yeah, they're, they're like, I I want nothing more for this podcast than to get Blue Apron to sponsor us so Blue I can. Apron, I love your food. So, so I can get. So I can get Blue Apron delivered to me for no dollars. I can send I, you a free sample. Hmm. That's, what, that's how they got me. My friend sent me a free sample and now I'm their slave. Oh, there you go, Brandon. So, well, <laughs> Everybody well, gets one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we know we know what what you're chopping. Uh, so all right. So we uh, we're gonna go around the room here, and you know what? Let's start. Let's start. Let's have some fun. Let's change it up for reals. Flip mode. Flip mode's the greatest. Uh, scrambled Megs, what you drinking? Well, tonight, Nate, I'm drinking a dry Sauvignon Blanc that I purchased at my local wine store, a.k.a. Target, um, <laughs> along with some baby wipes and cat food. Wait, you're not drinking all of those? No. You... I'm not drinking baby wipes. <laughs> okay. I, I was... Now, is the... <laughs> Is, is 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 the dry is the dry the dry white is that an aperitif for the cat food? Please say no. <laughs> no. It's a palate cleanser. That's, the cat food is a backup to the blue apron in case it doesn't work out. <laughs> Yay, flavor mush. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> so, so that's what I'm drinking, Nate. Oh, thank you. That's fun. Now you need to throw it to I'm somebody. I'm also else. drinking out of a wine glass that doesn't have a stem because I'm very clumsy. Uh, that's actually that's a fun fact. Me. Uh, Megan was class klutz at class of 97 at MSHF. Okay, so no, that's... undefeated. 
Let us fill the classroom. Before like secure wings, I, I would point out. Before, <laughs> before like we continue. I'm sorry. Go on. No, it's, I'm I'm sorry too. We're just talking about each other like dumb dumbs who haven't done this show for years. Our heads are ramming into each other like those rams. Rams. There you go. <laughs> um, no, I was actually just gonna say before we move on to to the next uh, to our next player. Let's all take a moment and talk about, uh, very briefly, what superlatives we all want in our senior class. <laughs> um, Nate, would you like to tell them, or shall we tell them? I, uh, well, I'll tell mine. I was uh, right. strap-in class actor. What's that? I can see it. Me neither. I don't know. It's like I was in a lot of plays. Mm. I thought you were class. No, I was not class clown. That was Michael was Morgan. Class clown for Christ's sake. Michael Morgan. Ew. Yeah. I mean, uh, sorry if you're listening. Yeah, no. Uh, trust me, <laughs> I don't think he is. <laughs> <laughs> high school beef. High school beef. Uh, high school flavor morph. <laughs> All right. Uh, and Eddie, right. now Eddie, weren't you class something? I uh, I was class mooch. That's right. What does that even mean? That it's it's a, a funny story, stupid, really. <laughs> if, uh, and if Patreon backers get in and at least the ten dollar a month level, they'll uh, they'll hear the whole story. <laughs> oh man, that's right. I have a vague memory of of the picture of you holding out your hand, looking very pathetic. Really, maybe you should have been the class actor, and Nate should have been the class clown. Hey, well, we can talk about it when I go on tour and crash on people's couches in twenty. 20- <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Brandino, you were class rapper. Is that correct? That is uh, wildly inaccurate. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, I am not. Uh, I have, uh, as as the kids say, I cannot. Uh, I cannot spit mad flow. Um, <laughs> no, I was. Uh, I I had three superlatives my senior year. I was class brain, um, class loudmouth. And class politician, which I don't even know how I won that because I was I was president of the National Honor Society, and that's it. Well, you were on Team Jeopardy for real, Megan. He was on. Really? He was on with Alex Trebek. With Alex Trebek. Mm-hmm. That is indeed that correct. It, uh, I I won a game, uh, and then I lost in the semifinal. Aww. <clears throat> well, it's. One of my lifelong goals to be on, on Jeopardy, and I was actually, you may have seen this, and I might be, you know, um, telling you something you already know, but I was full on Channel 13 in 1996 and 1997. Nice. Um, I, I'm, I'm high-fiving you through the internet because I was captain <laughs> of my high school quiz ball team. Sweet! Did you guys have matching blazers that you wore? No, we were even worse. Um, <laughs> even worse than matching blazers. We had matching... Uh, Matching monogram sweatshirts in our Ooh, in our in our high bad. school our high school colors with white or gold turtlenecks on underneath them. Mm. That is very fancy. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Man, that sounds like hardcore man candy. It was. Um, <laughs> I will. I'll tell you what. Can you please it, post a photo on the the Facebook page? I'll do you one better. For funniest guy at work, uh, I will post a video of a 14-year-old Brandino in a quiz bowl, in in an entire quiz bowl game. Oh my gosh, please do. I wish I had digital of of my 
Master of Bliss on Channel 13, but sadly, I for, for for whatever reason, the Downriver Quiz Bowl League decided to upload the entire 1995 season. <laughs> That's amazing. That is that is pretty amazing. Uh, I wanted I wanted to host Quiz Bowl uh, after you would have been a good Quiz Bowl host after Dave. Died. After Dave died, I wanted I wanted to uh, I wanted to host, uh, but now. Uh, Marquette Darling, my close personal friend, uh, Jim Kosky, is the host of the high school quiz bowl show. Oh, is he? Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. He's a jack of all trades. I know, he's yeah. everywhere, man. He hosts all those Marquette historical walks and uh, yep. still hosts the the, the uh, afternoon drive time uh, slot at Q107. And, still, and, ho- and all the work he does with Marquette Darling. Hi, this is the Nate Loves Jim Kosky show. If you've just joined <laughs> us, uh, Jim. If you're listening, Jim. <laughs> if you're listening. Huh? I'm like your Stan. That's from Eminem. Um, Jim was one of my sister's regulars at the New York Deli when she was working there, and one of her favorite regulars. I will add to the Jim Kosky love fest. Mm. He tipped well. Thanks, Jim. I bet he. I, you know what? He looks like a man who would tip well. All right. So, Megs, if you could throw it to someone else for the what they are drinking. Yes, okay, so Meg, as we know, is probably not drinking, but what strain of, of uh, <laughs> herbal refreshment do you have in that famous Russian That's where you're wrong, Megan. He does both. <laughs> Go get him, Oh, my gosh. Mind blown. <laughs> Megan. <laughs> I am only high on one substance right now, and that is light. And that is light. Yep. <laughs> I have smoked. I thought you were gonna say my sparkling wit. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I've smoked quite a bit of life this evening. <laughs> I'm high on life and life costs fifty-eight dollars a piece. <laughs> I am, but I am only drinking water. What? Yeah, I no alcohol for giblet tonight. I I am going to stay up all night tonight partying hard, and alcohol makes me sleepy. Mm. You got tomorrow off work there? No. <laughs> just every once in a while, I like to change it up. So I'm going to stay up all night, go to work. I, like, I would think Sunday would be a super good day to fucking party down for you. Oh, yeah. I'm, Sunday is definitely going to be a good yeah. day to party down. And that Indeed. Partying, partying has already been scheduled and planned and prepared for for that Sunday. Nice. My friend. You know what that means? Freezer full of pizza rolls. <laughs> Actually, like it, it, it's a testament to how old and lame I am that a freezer full of pizza rolls sounds dope. Hey, I'm right. telling you this. Great. I got a box and I got a bag of 90 pizza rolls, and I split them with my kids on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> and then that's gone. Oh yeah. Um, I'm afraid of pizza rolls though because I had a friend. I have a friend. You guys probably know this person. My friend. Mom. My friend. His mom bit into a pizza roll and she it squirted all over her face and she had third degree burns like all around her mouth and was injured by a pizza roll. I've been a Ugh. little hesitant to go there really? since that time. Gotta let, yeah. the baby, gotta let the babies cool off for yeah. a solid 10 yeah, minutes. Gotta... But sometimes you can't resist the allure of the pizza roll. You know? um, like, I'd like to know who can make pizza rolls microwave. without them exploding. That's usually what happens to my <laughs> pizza rolls. They are, you... That's the game, man. That's the chance you take when you buy one of those yeah. games. Now, that's the gamble, man. 
if you watch if you watch Top Chef like I do, they tell you to actually dock your pizza rolls and poke a couple of holes <laughs> at the top of them. Uh, what episode? What episode of Top Chef? It was that's a, it was Latchkey like, Kid. No, well, yeah. Padma and Gale were like, dog, you've got to dock at the top of these pizza rolls, otherwise. <laughs> Padma's like, mm, mm. Pack your oh, I like what you did with this taquito. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> I love that impression. It's getting done. It's a good <laughs> Solid. Mm, I, don't, mm, I don't understand what's going on here. This ranch <laughs> tastes a little like, as like it's churned. Was that your intention? <laughs> is to serve churned ranch? Is this buttermilk ranch? <laughs> mm. I'm more of I'm more of a sour cream ranch. I think that's a little more uh, adventurous, but you know, make it work. I feel like a little Kermit the Frog is starting to splash in there. What, what's that? Kermit the Frog <laughs> at the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, you know, I wonder. Honestly, if I could just look back at the whole thing, um, you know, it's just it it just you know kind of tastes like swamp water. And believe me, I know. Sesame Street. <laughs> They they got pretty pretty topical toward the end of the PBS era, which, as we all know, is now sound yeah, over. Yeah, over. And they did do – I don't know if they ever did Project Runway, but they did do, um, like, a Mad Men yes. version of Sesame Street and The Sopranos. And, and there probably is a Project they Runway. They did uh, 30 Rock and uh, – They did. Yeah, with 30 Rocks. And uh, Liz Lemon was a lemon. And uh, it was uh, – yeah, I mean, yeah, they did Game of Thrones – uh, oh, of course they did. You know, uh, but now, uh, now that it's on HBO, all it is is Abby's fucking funny fairy tale. Yeah, me. yeah, it is. You can uh, bleep that one. No, we won't bleep it because I feel the same way. I have strong feelings about Abby's flying fairy school. Where's Gone Again? Not okay. <laughs> oh God, please never say that again. <laughs> He's Gone Again. We have kids, uh, <laughs> so I uh, I let the I let the magic gerbil out of the cage. I've seen that episode. Isn't that from a? That's from a different show. No, that was the that was an episode because he's uh, the gerbil oh. corn that was in the flying fairy. Oh, the gerbil corn. Oh. So that's that's, 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 that's a repressed memory. Was that Telly? That no, he's this cage? weird purple fairy creature. It's all animated. Yeah, yeah. it's all computer yeah. animated. My favorite. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not There's to, no puppets anymore. Well, there are still, no. but very limited. Rarely. Yeah. And uh, my And not even Elmo because Elmo was disgraced. Yeah. Because you, know, you know. What so. is this what is this brave new world we live in? And it's only a half <laughs> we hour. We have no sesame you know, I actually blame I, I said during the election, I was like, Have these people not watched Sesame Street? Do they not understand that you're supposed to, you know, be kind to other people and respect them? I mean, Elmo had some messages that just didn't get through. Yeah. I'm a little concerned. It's true. That's Sesame Street. Or uh, what happened to Fred Rogers, you know? That's like, uh, come on. Be a good neighbor. Uh, so we're just going to. That's right. That's right. What did, <laughs> no, you're drinking the, the, the sweet agua. So sweet agua yeah. tonight, like your, like your namesake star. Drinking, man, drinking the sweet. That's right. That's right. I am. And let's just, let's just throw our cards here on the table. Nate, what are you drinking? All right. Strap in. Strap in, <laughs> motherfuckers! <laughs> I'm channeling Bernie Mac now. The uh, America. God rest his soul. God rest his soul. Uh, I'm actually polishing off a bottle of uh, Waking Owl Moscato. 
Uh, it's a California Moscato. It's available at your local Aldi. I thought you smelled something on your breath, mister. <laughs> <laughs> and it, uh, it retails for $2.50 a bottle. Uh, well done. And, uh, even cheaper than three bucks, Chuck. I it's even, it. yep, yep. It's two fifty, Stevie. Uh, but did you get any cat food? Uh, my wife, uh, my wife, mama, 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 the, uh, she did, we did, we did, uh, dance with the devil and get some Aldi's cat food. And then both of my cats threw up, threw up within an hour. So we're like, uh, oh, that's done. Yep. Yep. Good night, Gracie. The, uh, just, just throw it out back and feed the raccoons. That's right. This is my raccoon meat, and um, but yeah, this is it's a pretty. I've had it before, and uh, it's it's you know like it doesn't have that. You don't wince with it like when you get like a cheap wine. Yeah. So it's very smooth, very delicious. It doesn't have that taint anymore. Right. So you know if you're near, if you're, that's what we call it in fancy wine country language. <laughs> paint thinner quality. I remember they talked about that in Sideways. They probably did, and I was like kidding, but they probably. Actually I don't know. Did I didn't that. see Sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. I watch old TV. Now I could probably watch was Sideways. Was Sideways on Bewitched? I haven't seen this. <laughs> I don't watch those Golden Globes. I've never heard of half those movies. <laughs> I'm not North? wearing pants. I'm not wearing pants. You know what? Show oh, me a good shit, movie. Put your pants on. Go see the movie. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I pictured you doing a very, like, you sounded like drunk Peter Griffin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> put your pants yeah, on and go see movie. that movie. I was trying to go, I was I was kind of aiming for Eddie Murphy being an old version of himself coming to America. Oh, yeah. When he's the old, like, the old Jewish Eddie Murphy? When he's the, when he's the Jewish guy? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people didn't believe me when I told him that was Eddie Murphy. But, um. And there's a child asking for mama in the background. You may be in a Japanese horror film. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, guys. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear her say, too. She's like, I have some glass in my foot. And I was like, shh, it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Mommy's doing a the, show. Uh, the translation of the title in English is dank. <laughs> dank. <laughs> the, uh... I said dank. Oh, maybe that's By the way, there's a perfectly good father upstairs that she can address this. Right. Well, he wa he, funny up. story, she actually walked past your husband. Uh, <laughs> no, she didn't. Say, oh, I need to, Mom I needs to hear up, about we that. had glass in our foot all the time, and we liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Rub some dirt on it, honey. A lot of people don't. That's, a, that's actually a dead-on impression wait, of I'm, Megan's I'm going to make it up to you. Your, your mushroom enchiladas are on the way. Mushroom enchiladas. Run for the oh, border. Man. Because you're having mushroom enchiladas. That sounds <laughs> fucking sick. I mean, ten out of ten will try. Oh wait, how many onions? How many onions is in it? Uh, just one, just one onion. Whoa, one whole onion? Eek, hard pass. Yeah. Hashtag hard pass. Uh, <laughs> the uh, but now let's throw it um to my close personal you friend. Throw it, Brent. Uh, the great Brandino, Dino. What you drinking, buddy? Uh, I am enjoying some delicious bourbon. 
Um, mixed with uh, a little bit of ginger ale because uh, I am too much of a uh, too much of a little wimpy boy to uh, drink it straight tonight. So enjoying some delicious uh, Kansas bourbon made from wheat, which makes it not bourbon; it's just whiskey. Here we go. Uh, here we go. Brandon is whiskey. Why you mad, bro? Yep. I, I tune out every single time. <laughs> You don't like the whiskey, Ed? No, he does. No, I, love, I love bourbon. I just I just don't get it. I just drink. I just drink. <laughs> no, it's uh, uh it's 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 bourbon made from wheat, aged in cherry wood barrels, and it's delicious. That sounds what what is it called again? It's um Wheat State Distillery Bourbon Whiskey. Alright. That sounds I now those are now I'm I'm surprised that tonight it's it's funny. We have a fourth person on the uh, on the dais, and now uh, and, and neither one of you were drinking the unofficial uh, fourth man. So it's kind of funny. Oh no, I I I I had some Evan Williams unofficial fourth man Evan Williams before I uh, before I tapped in the the Wheat State Distillery whiskey. Oh okay okay. Right. Hey Nate, your sainted mitter says that uh, she's having a Jack on the Rocks currently. Nice for those of us playing. And see home. and see. Um, uh, beloved, beloved patron of the show, and uh, sainted, Nate Sainted Mither is tougher is tougher than one of the hosts of the show. <laughs> no, because she's drinking Jack on the Rocks, and I had to mix them. J.D. Forrester, however, he is uh, good old David S. Pumpkins himself. He's actually uh, throwing back a few of the official sponsors, uh, the Labatt Blue Light. Oh, that sounds amazing right oh yeah now. i'll never turn it down and uh Laura... i always call it the beer of my childhood <laughs> people look at me a little funny fancy imports <laughs> that's that's such a michigan thing though to just be like oh yeah it's labette who gives a rat's ass like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, you can literally get it at a gas station right and then when you like if you go one state south it's like oh labette is that fancy canadian beer yeah exactly <laughs> so fancy we're so fancy. We're so fancy. The fanciest. The uh, until you drink twenty four of them and then throw up in the backyard. <laughs> um, yeah. Yep. Megan, can your kids come on to say hi? Oh God, no. <laughs> They'll I never just, stop. I, I just closed myself in the in the laundry room with the cat. Um, <laughs> and you think I'm kidding, but I'm not. <laughs> I, I I wasn't actually serious. I was just. <laughs> Mom, Mama, Mommy. Her foot hurts. Would you like would you like to say hi to some people? Who are they? Who are the they? internet. Who are you? Say hi to say hi to the internet. What? <laughs> She's like, I'm not allowed to be on the internet. The whole Mom, we are the internet. We know I'm talking to my high school friends who are very funny. Oh. Say hi. Most... Hi. Says hi. Okay. Hello. She's hopping away on one foot. This is Pebbles. Pebbles Malone. <laughs> Pebbles. Yeah, exactly. Bam Bam is upstairs. Um, Bam Bam is, is much more easily placated by uh, technology. And I I got some sapphires and the iPad gave us choice. So she, she just, sapphires like allow you to buy shit in this game. So she's just like going on a shopping spree. She's like, I'm going to buy this hat for my character. I'm going to buy like this house with a fountain in it and a Pac-Man game and now can you play the Pac-Man game in the game? No, it's just 
to oppress other people in the game oh. who come to your house and you're like, oh, that, that girl has a Pac-Man game. I'm so jealous. A non-functional Pac-Man game. Mm. I don't get it, Maria. It buys me from moment to Are skinny. you chewing on a cigar there, J. Jonah Jameson? What was that? No, um, I'm... I'm quitting smoking, uh, so I am now uh, on the e-cig train, oh. uh, and it it does its job. It's not it's great. It's not the same. I guess we all know smoking is. The I'll best. live longer, though. I guess. Yeah. But because uh, just like, <laughs> I need. Yeah, a... this is how I. This is just how I talk. Cause I'm a grizzled old. <laughs> Get me a picture of Spider-Man committing a crime. I drink your milk. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that uh, that Joe Buck did say on Fresh Air today when I was listening to him being interviewed was that his father, who is also a sports announcer, would advise that anyone who wanted to go into sports announcing should take up smoking, and that was like his number one piece of career advice. So perhaps there is a new job in your future. It does. It does give you like kind of a sonorous, uh, like a um, sonorous, kind of deep. Oh yeah. Rasp. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's the best. <laughs> Ask Holly Hunter. I mean, we were talking uh, about her. Or, uh, <laughs> you know, like, uh, you know, I smoked for a very long time. Uh, well, not like a very yeah. long because I'm incredibly young. But the, uh, but a lot of, also a lot of impressionists uh, smoke uh, or smoked because uh, what it does to our vocal cords, you know, it makes it so that, that we can just manipulate them to, uh, to do all those crazy, zany voices. Or uh, most people who are dead. Is what I do and what I stick to. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Which is funny. <laughs> hey, is, since smoking will kill you. Have you uh, have you ever have you ever seen me TV? Nate can do half the roster. Uh, <laughs> On chat, JD Fortress says I've been a smoker for twenty years, and people always tell me I have a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> Careful with that joke; it's an antique. Antique. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, good stuff. Good stuff. Man, good. Uh, hey, what you drinking, Dan? That's, uh, that was a lot of fun and uh, entertaining on the end. And now um, I have expelled my list. And I do know we have you. Does anybody have anything else they wish to share or add? Or should we prepare? I have so many things. I have so many things. <laughs> that are locked into your phone and unretrievable. Oh, <laughs> No, I have I have one. I have one thing that I remember. And it was a question for Megan. Because yeah. Megan, as as you and I all know, are is a member of the what we the call Atkins it? fan club. <laughs> no, the the Society of Letters. The, oh God. <laughs> she knows of which I speak. And uh I've been doing I've been doing a lot of writing lately, and it's been really hard for me because mm-hmm. I don't. Um, I've discovered that my life, my life, my life. <laughs> um, I've never been able to finish a thing that I've started creatively. Oh my god! Except sing it, sister. There's one work of. There's one creative work I've ever created that I completely finished beginning to end. At least first draft of it. It's not like complete, like ready, but the first draft. I wrote a screenplay in 2000 for a film. 
120 pages, beginning, middle, and end. Complete story. Um, it was a uh, it was a Hitchcockian tale of a man who falls in love with a movie star, and his fake relationship in his head turns him into a better person until his reality starts getting shattered and he becomes obsessed with her and blah, blah, blah. But it's the only story I've ever been able to completely write on my own that wasn't for school or for someone else. And what was the difference? I didn't tell a soul about it. Oh my God. I can't tell you how much I understand that. Yeah, and that was my question for you. As a writer, it, uh, it's, it's... I believe it's right press. Right press. <laughs> it's, it's actually right tricks. Right tricks. <laughs> Exactly. Has that been your experience as well? Oh my gosh, it is. It's been my experience, and and people will often, you know, who don't know better, who aren't artists <laughs> in some way, and all of you on this call, in this podcast, in this world, are artists in our, in your ways, right? I'm actually I'm actually a fartist. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! But but when someone asks you like, oh oh oh, you're 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 a comedian, like, tell me some of your funniest jokes, what happens, like... Oh, that is, uh, uh, I will tell you right now, that will completely, that will make my entire personality do a 180. Right. I'm a pretty outgoing, outspoken guy, but the first time someone says, oh, you do comedy, like, I don't even tell people that I do comedy anymore, like, I say, I host a comedy podcast, but, like, somebody who knows me, they're like, oh, yeah, Nate's really funny, he used to do stand-up, and they go... And literally any person in the whole wide world will say, oh, tell me a joke. And it's like, have you Ugh. been to a fucking <laughs> watch the stand-up show in the last, ah, I'm just going to spitball like, 50 years? Like, like yeah. I'm not Henny Youngman. I, I right. <laughs> and, like, <clears throat> the, the, thing, the thing about our collective sense of humor on this show is that, the sh- like, if you don't know us and don't kind of get the whole aesthetic of the show, you would think the shit we laugh at is unfunny and terrible and dumb. <laughs> <laughs> because we laugh at stuff that is specifically and purposefully not funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Because that's funny that's funny to us. Like, the whole, like, the, the, our giant My Wife Runner, that shit stopped being funny a decade ago. <laughs> which is why we find it really funny. <laughs> But I think that, you know, it's, it's the same thing with writers that people are like, you're trying to be nice and you're like cornered at a party, right? And you're talking to someone you've never met before and they're like, oh, you're a writer. So what are you working on? I heard you're writing a book. And then you have to give them sort of this elevator version. It's like, it's like, oh, so I hear you, you like have a vagina. Can I see your vagina? Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, the first time vagina has been set on the program market. <laughs> Welcome. Normally, yeah. Normally, normally, it's just I'm not. I can't do. Normally, I can't even do the joke I was gonna do. Normally, we just make the aruga horn noise. Is uh, what we do. Is uh, you know, my wife's aruga. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Boom. It feels so invasive and strange, and like, no, I can't tell you about it because it's my personal, private thing, and like, I'm working on it, and when it's done, maybe I'll show it to you. I don't know. But you know, oh, that'd be, you that's like the weirdest thing. That would, it's not for you right now. They'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> so you build houses? Uh, you're working on a house right now. Let me come over and look at your foundation, and then judge no. and judge the whole house based on the foundation." 
I'm not a house builder, but I mean, I don't feel like the people I know who are house builders, contractors, foundation builders, like put their like heart and soul into well, the foundation. In the well, same way. let me just real quick. Uh, we got a caller on the line. We got Mark Marcus, the uh, Marcus house builders on the line. Yeah, you know what? And there's a little piece of me, and every freaking house I build, how dare you? You know what? This is why Donald Trump is going to be reelected because of coastal. You know, she sits there like drinking her Target wine <laughs> like some big shot, the one percenter out there it's in delicious, Hollywood. Delicious, by the way. You, you think you think you're better than me? You're sitting there drinking your no, royal not, crown cola. Better than me because you have a marketable skill that people will pay you for. <laughs> and that's the other thing. Like, like I don't know if like if you feel this way, Ed, as a writer. I mean, you have a job like using your writing skills in a way. You know, you've parlayed that into a living. And I have always struggled with that. And so when people are like, "Oh, you're a writer. That's so cute." I like to go to the paint my own pottery place. <laughs> like, yes, it's not like that. At all. I'm a bit of a painter. <laughs> Yeah, it's, you know, it's. I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty nice. <laughs> I. Well, I it, is, it is. I mean, after the first couple of years, I dealt with the pain. Yeah. Well, that means you should be like, guilty. Yeah, yeah, I'm a writer editor. I. Yeah, I I do writing and I do editing, and I'm at work. No big deal. I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and. But I think. Um. Writer and having the you know the talking to people about it thing that that kills the creativity is like imposter syndrome, right? Like, uh-huh. yeah. Like if I talk about it, then that means that I'm pretending to be a real writer. That's not that, that 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 doesn't justify the creative arts. Like I'm in, like I'm in right? I, yeah, I, I'm in the skilled trades, and like I like I run a ton of big projects and like do a ton of shit. Whenever I have to like explain to somebody who has to justify the money that I'm going to spend on stuff, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, I'm I'm a tiny uh, like I'm a small boy child now, and I can't like I'm not. I need to go find an adult yes. who knows how to do this. Exactly, exactly. Do you want to hear my theory on this? Yes, please. My theory on this is that for artists like ourselves. We know that creating a thing can be very difficult and very emotionally draining. It makes you very vulnerable. Very vulnerable. And uh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. when you talk about it, you've kind of made it. You've kind of cheated your way into making it. Somebody knows that a book that you're writing exists. Yeah. So mm-hmm. You're done. And mm-hmm. sometimes that's all you have in you with a particular given ability to talk about it. Yep. So I figure if I can't talk about it, then it's got to be worth writing. I I completely agree with that. I dig it. I dig it. And, and it's it's really hard because you know, when you get to, to a point where like things are getting published and stuff, people are like, well, you have to talk about your writing. You have to sell yourself. You know, in order to to keep the bravery train going somewhat, and that it's it's like the snake eating its own tail. Like, yeah, you talk about it, and then you kill the creativity. <laughs> and mm. so, yeah, I mean, 
my friends, I, I know some people who've had success publishing things, but many of them have published like one book and then they're like, oh, I can't do that again. Like they get a two book deal and they're like sitting and sitting and sitting waiting for the second book to come out because it's just, it's, it's really hard to get <clears throat> through yeah, that. I'm, I'm kind of like an amateur-ish sort of writer. Like, not, not that I'm a bad writer. I know how to write, and I'm, I have, I'm pretty good with words. Not great, but like, I, I have had so many false starts where I'm like, I'm three chapters into this thing. This is gonna be like a fucking breeze, and then, yeah, you just run out of ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we should all get together and write a screenplay together for Incredibles two. <laughs> Bring it back around. Don't you toy with me. Collaborate. <laughs> Don't you toy with me. Although, I, I, like, since you brought it up, I keep thinking about Cars 3 and how they missed an opportunity. If they're going to go the, like, cliche man movie route, like, they should have, like, you know, a war and, like, you know, one of the cars is dying and the, the other car leans over him. Lightning McQueen is like, like, I'm not going to leave you in this mud. And Vader's like, I'm going to tow him out. And they can't get him out of the mud and they have to leave him. And then there's like swelling classical music. Like they really should do yeah. that. Like you see. Yeah, it starts, it starts, it starts to rain and like Lightning McQueen has exactly. the other. Exactly. Lightning McQueen has the other cars like carburetor and wires in his tire hands. Don't you go on me. Yeah. Don't you. you guys or spit they could go oil. the like, never ending story route to bring it back to uh, Falcor and, and be like. He's sinking in the mud, and they're pulling him. <laughs> you're, you're coming with me. You're coming with me. And then he just sinks and sinks into the mud until he's until, gone. Yeah, until you see the headlight just slowly dim I'm out. telling you, this generation <laughs> of children <laughs> needs to be traumatized in the same way that we were by the never-ending story. Oh, yeah. And, and, I'm, and the horse, I'm going, our I'm going, to, I'm going to betray my grumpy old man-ness in this. And just say, I don't like that movie that much. The never-ending story? I don't care for it. I don't care for Labyrinth that much either. Oof. Oh, okay. I, I, I would have I given you I would have given you a never-ending story. I'm a, I'm a dark... I'm a dark... I'm a dark crystal guy. That was my... That, dark I, I like Dark Crystal. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was a weird, sensitive, like, introspective, like, oddball child. And I really liked the Dark Crystal. Uh, for my money, it was Pee Wee's Big Adventure. So, it's the Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That's the one, man. I've wa- I wa- I clocked a mad time. You know on what? That movie. Do you have Netflix? Because you can get like a lot of Pee Wee Vault on Netflix like currently, and it is wonderful. Oh, girl, we have watched so and much Pee Wee in my house. Right now. <laughs> what? If, if I were smoking as much as Ed was right now, I would. I'm not smoking. Pee Wee. <laughs> Want some sweet peas? If I were vaping what Ed was vaping right now, <laughs> I would get comfy and and uh, uh, start with Pee Wee episode or uh, season oh, one. Pixar meets Saving Private Ryan. Go exactly. Forward. Yes. Uh, they. Uh, <laughs> no, I. Uh, I was. That's, I was that's frightens me. The thought of that frightens me right now. Pee Wee. Yeah. Oh man, it's the best. <laughs> it was just full of old shecky. Brilliant. Com- comedy Brilliant art. and like the chair with the mouth, like oh man, it's so good. Well, I was watching it with my kids, and I realized look, I I likely named one of my children after Pee Wee, like one of the characters in Pee Wee, not Pee Wee. That would be strange. Oh, your daughter Magic but, Screen. Um, <laughs> my daughter Jaws. 
No, no, it's uh, it's it's your daughter, Cowboy Curtis. Um, My daughter, Mechaleka High. <laughs> I just keep thinking Sherry. Like, do people sit on Sherry? Yeah. Do, is Sherry still? Yeah, Sherry loves She loves it. She's she's hugely she into it. it. That's honestly. Well, a, why do we assume right, Sherry is a girl? Actually, we can't assume uh, Sherry. Oh, Sherry is a girl. Is she's kind of ambiguous. It's got the the long hair and it's got the female voice. It's eyelashes. Yeah. If the question oh, is, would I fuck a couch? The answer is yes, right? <laughs> <laughs> would I, would I receive a blowy from Sherry? Is if that question is on the table? All right, good, good night, ladies and gentlemen. We've been the funniest guy ever. Uh, right. I don't care. I don't care. There's a party at Pee Wee's Playhouse. I'm there, and there's a lot of Patron, and I'm there, and Sherry's there. <laughs> Something could happen. Blame it on the throne. Got you in the zone. <laughs> the one and only time I went to New Orleans with my husband. Where's my husband song? Oh, uh, that's right. Um, my husband. My husband. I like the okay. mid-century vibe we have there. I was trying um, to a little epic moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. So, so we went to this bar and. I was, he didn't like the, um, the drink that it was called a hand grenade that he had ordered. And I was like, oh, I'll drink it. And little did I know it had Everclear in it. So I drank two hand grenades. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy this whole can of shots of Patron. I think that's a great idea. I'm going to buy the 16-piece can of shots of Patron. Oh. So I did that, and it cost me, like, $200. Yeah. And the next day, I was like, oh, no. What have so I done? What have I done? What have I? What have I done to deserve really this? Really good idea at the time. <laughs> good night to that band, man. Yeah. <laughs> man, so they were really good. I'm came in. Zap zap zoma dado. Nice tip. I would take it. I would <laughs> the uh, yeah, it was uh, <laughs> two hundred bucks, man. It was oh, a lot. I would be so mad at me, myself, and Irene if. Uh, oh, I woke up one morning and found that I had two hundred, spent two hundred bucks. That was that was only like the tip of the iceberg when the bad things. No, well, I guess we're gonna have somebody back on the show because we're we're gonna hear these stories. New Orleans. New Orleans, it's a special kind of place. I have to go out to the car was, to tell you. Was it story. was was it a jazz band or a Zydeco band? <laughs> oh yeah. No, it's a jazz band. So it was like a like a fairly sedate. You know, kind of music. I'm like, you all need shots of Patron. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like Fraser Jack. Shots of Patron. Get crazy. When the Saints come marching in in Dixieland style, <laughs> like just she just keeps yelling it, like like this, like the band is. Get to the work at overtime, Paul. <laughs> just like do 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 do. Play Saints come marching in. Well, and afterwards I kept thinking, like, how many of those musicians were probably like like retired. Covering addicts, and I was like, "Here, please, like, I'm giving you Patron. You have to drink it." And I'm pretty sure I got in people's faces and, and said did, things like that. Did, did you give them pure, untouched heroin? <laughs> I did not do that, but that's great. then they're fine because that's what that's what all jazzbos like from what from from what I hear tell. So many good movies, we know that. That's right. That's uh, that's how the world works. But not the movies that the the woman in the video watches because she 
He's saying green anchors with Megan Mullally. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, and keep in mind, I'm playing fast and loose with the word sing. No, skewered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What a time to be alive. Uh, Indeed. And I'm proud. That just plays on an Did endless Did he say beat. yes, finally, that guy? Lee Greenwood? Lee he wanted to go, but he can't get the night off at the Piggly Wiggly. So, <laughs> he, uh... Oh, oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. Uh, Baby, you are video right now. Oh, shit.
just sit here in the dark. And eat sunflowers out of a bowl. Broadway the is dark tonight. Ooh. Occasional blue lights of an e-cig. Maybe the black balloon makes me fly. I'm all, by the way, I only sing 15 seconds like it's a record commercial. And that's, uh, like, I just do that for an hour and a half. The uh, But let's uh, prepare for this. Uh, now, um, Megan, if you've seen the show, listen to the show. Um, we'll, we'll assume that you have. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't give what? indication one way or the other. Just... <laughs> the, uh, we, we, I'm a faithful listener. We, listen, we, we talk about something that you need to check out in the week to come. And uh, so if you have something prepared, great. If not, we understand because we did not tell you to be prepared for that. But we did tell no, you to watch it, a video of the pantless thing. spin it off the top of the dome. <laughs> yeah, we're like, uh, also, uh, check out the news. Bye. Uh, I mean, well, <laughs> how, can, how can one really compete with the news in terms of entertainment mm. value right now? It is. It's um, a spectacle. I routinely I think, win. I'm sure you do. Yeah, the, the, the news this week has been so great because yesterday Barack Obama was basically like, uh, hello, uh, everyone needs to not be buttholes. Okay, bye. Yeah, and then today Donald Trump is like, yo, shut your butt. Your teeth are showing your fake news. I'm not going to call on you. No, no, no. Don't be rude. Yeah, no. I, don't I, be rude. pork rinds on top too to really get all of the saturated fats going because you're going to need brain power mm-hmm. to uh, get through it. Just, and just, just remember that we we as a nation spoke in a fragmented but loud voice and said we want a dirty we pizza want, we want as the president. Yeah, that's what we want. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that, that anything fictional can't even compete with that. And I was thinking today earlier about a uh, House of Cards usually comes out around February, and I was like, I don't even need it. Like, like, what could be better than our current political yeah, situation? Here's, here's so. the thing. Here's the thing. Frank Underwood is not a dirty bird pee boy. <laughs> no. No. Well, he's he's a monster. He, you know, he's a monster, and he's a terrible murderer, obviously. And um, but he, but he's not a dirty bird pee boy. <laughs> no. I mean, he has other proclivities, which are totally fine but there's no peace. i will uh i will no say peace. that if donald trump starts uh gesturing for the camera and then just start doing a sides uh and start smoking out of the window <laughs> you know, like uh like that you know i think that would i would think that would bring a new element uh to the presidency you know like he's doing the address <laughs> and he's just like you know motions to come over here and he's like you know I don't really mean any of this, but it's what it's what the morons <laughs> want to hear. And then it just like it moves back over. I I would actually be like, that's refreshing. <laughs> like, right. like, like if he tried to be Frank Underwood though, he'd be like, tried to play Call of Duty, didn't get it, dumb, sad, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so time to time to shelve this boring game. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just to be clear, you say check out, keep an eye on the I, news. P-game. And P-game. P-game. Hashtag P-Gate. That's right. Hashtag P-Gate. Hashtag P-Gate. Next. 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 <laughs> All right. Where's my thought, y'all? Uh, Brandino, what are we checking out here in the week to come? 
Now, uh, over over the holiday break, and I forgot to mention this last week because I had I was just bursting at the seams with stuff for people to check out. But uh, my wife and I, my wife, my, 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 um, my, my, my wife, <laughs> we watched the uh, the Lonely Island vehicle pop star never stop stopping, and it was a delight. Now, what uh, what what is that available on? Uh, that is available probably on your digital on-demand service, okay. but I'm sure it's going to hit Netflix fairly soon. It's also out on uh, the DVD, I believe. You can probably find it at the Red Box. The Red Box. The Red Box. <laughs> uh, it's if you like The Lonely Island, and and I do, uh, as I I find hilarious hardcore send-ups of like dickhead bullshit masculinity to be super funny. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this movie is right up your alley. <laughs> right. I threw it on the ground, uh, you know, dick in a box. Uh, I just had sex. Those are your, those are your Lonely Island tracks. My, my favorite Lonely Island song is Diaper Money because it's like a super <laughs> hardcore rap. Like, it's got like this like, like old school, like dark gray beat behind it. But then it's, it's them rapping about how they make money so that their kids can get diapers. Like, his wife won't let him have sex with her, and he's already got his grave plot picked out. <laughs> it, 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 it takes, like, the hyper-masculine, like, I'm gonna fuck all these bitches, like, trope, and inverts it and to great comedic effect, at least to my brain. Mm. That, is a, that is a definite... I am a big fan of Lonely Island, so I really... Yeah, and uh, Popstar Never Stop Stopping is... It's a very brisk 88 minutes. Mm. Uh, and it's it's super funny, uh, and it it makes fun of like it makes fun of like all the tropes of hip hop and dumb pop music, and idiot pop stars and celebrity culture. It, like it hits it hits all the big notes. It's great. Fantastic. All right, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, pop star never stop popping. Uh, Pew gate. So we got some current events. We got a great feature. Now Giblet. Don't let me down, man. What do you got for me? Check it out this week. I have an epic one for you this week, my old friend. Yes. Um, it's, the eighth, it's the 8th century Danish slash English poem Beowulf. A real epic. <laughs> <laughs> real. It is the website. It's, it's nothing new. It's been around for a couple of years. But for listeners who may have never heard it, I'm telling you now, check it out. Twitch.com. What Twitch.com is, is a website where people play video games and they stream those video games onto the internet, onto Twitch, and you can watch people play video games. And they'll have a headset on, and you can talk to them, and you can chat with people who are watching them. And it's a lot of, it sounds dumb. I promise you, it did to me at first, and I like video games, but then I thought, man, you know, like, it's such a useful thing to do, like, if, if you're interested in a certain kind of video game, rather than letting the man get you with their demo, or just <laughs> gamble on 60 bucks, just go watch somebody play, see if, see if it seems cool. Now, I, I would like to actually propose a Twitch project for our show. I'm listening. Um, do you guys remember the game in the 1990s, uh, RPG Maker? I remember, yeah, hearing about it, and I never did anything. Vaguely. 
I I think that either myself or Edward should create a game because RPG Maker one and two are available on Steam and they're not particularly graphics and or like memory intensive. So my piece of garbage laptop can probably run it. Uh, I think we should create an RPG and have the other two guys or other one guy in this case, if, if Ed and I cooperate on this, play the game on Twitch. I'm sorry, Brandon, I can't do that. Okay. <laughs> it's a, I, I, I've spent a lot of money, <laughs> a lot of money on video gaming equipment. And I can't be spending my time on like some old school eight bit game. <laughs> when I have but but Ed has like, a standard. Uh, you 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 don't want you don't want the five mystic warriors to venture for the four uh for the four magic butts of the earth. The legend of Zeus's gold. It's it's funny you should mention butts because I immediately thought about playing Rise of the Tomb Raider in four K on my fifty five inch TV. <laughs> Oh, and I, I could play that instead. And I, I, I understand. I get it. I get it. I get it. People have the game designer gene in them, and I'm glad they do because I play games. But I'm, I'm strictly a player. I am not a maker. <laughs> our kingdom has suffered greatly since the wizard stole our golden wang. <laughs> <laughs> See, I will go get that wang. But I'm not going to write, 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 write it. I'll play it, but I won't write it. I get it. I get you. I'll find that thing. It's it's just uh, like my, my idea for an RPG Maker game is the most stock standard bullcrap, like just nonsense JRPG trope, but just replace all the fetch quest items with just dirty, just like fourth grade toilet mouthwork. I will be. I would be one hundred percent on board with writing that. <laughs> That is, and then we can also include my the uh, my favorite sketch that I wrote in all of my life was the uh, guy talking to people in an RPG town, so <laughs> where he's just like, oh, my my body and I were badly injured. Every step seems to literally zap the life out of us from the poison we've consumed. There's an old man to the north who makes weapons of a mysterious kind. No, you're not listening. I Make I'm going to die. Yeah, uh, current generation talking. Yeah, do you do you play video games at the the, the Malone house? I I, I realize you're you know, busy, but ideally, do you? We well we we play. We don't we no. <laughs> I mean we sort of do. Like Ian and I were talking about the other day, and we were both the kids whose parents didn't let them have consoles, and so we would play at other people's houses and die very quickly, and so that was very demoralizing. But our Kids have now started to play some games that, aside from the game where I have to just buy them sapphires so they can shop for shit to impress people that they can't do anything with, they they play some like actual games and like Minecraft. I mean, you guys probably know about. Oh Minecraft yes. And stuff like that. I just yeah. bought it for the Xbox so, One. I have it for the Xbox yeah. 360. What do you I think? Came, like, I came very close to buying a um a PlayStation when I found out that that I could get. NFL Sunday ticket through it briefly, and then I was like, oh, then I don't have to get cable at all because I only have cable for football, which is stupid. <laughs> um, but at this point, like, if there are games that can involve my, my whole body because, as it's been mentioned, I'm extremely clumsy and I have no fine motor skills, but I can sort of, like, throw my limbs around and do things that way. <laughs> like, the Wii sort of appeals to me in that way, but I am, like, 
I, I, my main memory of playing video games as a kid and as a teenager was like either um, playing with my like guy friends in high school, and if it was like a game like Bond where you could like shoot an actual gun, I could totally do that. <laughs> but like anything that involved guns was like dangerous to me, so I would just die and watch and then make up stories in my head because I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, actually, bringing it back to me, (laughs) (laughs) um, I I mentioned Twitch because I actually myself have decided that I'm going to begin streaming video games on on Twitch. I have not worked out a schedule yet, but uh, if if you start an account on Twitch just to watch, uh, you can follow me. My name is Just Ed. That's J U S T underscore E D. And uh, I don't know anything else yet but it's coming soon so yes that's a good name just that is i was just about to say that's a freaking awesome name and also <laughs> if i might make a suggestion i would really like you to do a stream of just some old kind of obscure 90s game please does, do that doesn't even matter what it is. I know just the one, actually. <laughs> 1998 Rise of Nations by Brian Reynolds. It is a real-time strategy game that it's civilization and on a real-time scale. You start with a settler and you build a city and then you research technology and you get a military and expand cultural borders. And it is a phenomenal game and they do it very gracefully. Uh, I think it has built-in Twitch support anyway, so... Maybe that, maybe, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. It's a process. I will not wear a cowboy hat. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> bunch it, bunch the whole thing. Um, then, uh, finally, that brings uh, to me uh, for something to check out. Uh, so, current events, films, uh, video games. I'm actually going to suggest a Netflix original comedy special. Uh, trying to be special uh, by the team of Garfunkel and Oates. Oh, so good. Oh, I love that. It is a fantastic, fantastic duo. Um, There is a cameo of Anthony Jeselnik at the beginning as he plays their um, opening comedian and uh, is a real dick. (laughs) And, uh, oh, he plays Anthony Jeselnik. And um, they, uh, but it's a, it's a great special. They both play, um, you know, they, they play guitar and ukulele and sing uh, fun novelty songs with a folk twist to it. So uh, that would appeal to most of our listeners here on the Big Pilgrim, uh, I think. And <laughs> it's their their songs are super smart and incisive, also. And a lot of dick jokes. Yes. <laughs> so. And, uh, and also, I have an irrational and weird crush on Kate McCucci. And Kate McCucci is pretty hot. There's no lie. But uh, also, uh, if I could do a call to action, uh, don't forget to call your state representative and ask them to vote against the America or the Affordable Care Act uh, repeal. Uh, because, quite frankly, to repeal it is stupid. If you think this. Oh, and also, also, if I, if I may add another political. Uh, be a bit of business. Congress, under a weird cloture rule, passed a law today, actually, uh, that allows them to 
in portion or in toto, sell off national park land. So oh, I heard this. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's those are that's your that's the people. Those are the people that you think are gonna make America great again. Let you die in the streets. Unless, unless you want to pay, unless you want to pay like Disney or Exxon Mobil to go to Yellowstone, like try to fight. Them. Well, now keep in mind, I would go to Disney's Yellowstone. <laughs> I would rather Disney than Exxon. Yeah. The, but, uh, the yeah. Buffalo would like sing and exactly. dance, and there would be like like an electrical light parade <laughs> at the um, the Old Faithful Geyser. I would actually rather have Hanna Barbera by Yellowstone. I think we just uh, oh man, you can get some Yogi Bear. Exactly. Yay! It, Watch out for that it geyser. Would, no, it, like it would, it would just be two fucking one thousand pound grizzly bears, one in a bow tie and one in a pork pie hat. Just real fucking grizzly bears. Oh, I'd still, I'd still fucking go. <laughs> I'd be like that bear's wearing a hat. Price of admission paid. All right, so it is uh, it is that time to say goodbye. Uh, Megan, let me just take a quick moment to say thank you so much for being on the show. It was a lot of fun to have uh, four people again. It was a lot of fun to have you on. Absolute blast and a half. So thank you very much for um, taking thank time. Thank you. I had so much fun. It was, it was so awesome, and it was great to talk to you guys. And um, if you ever need a, a fourth wheel again, let me know. Perfect. Well, yes, you will definitely be in uh, in the repertoire of uh, or the or the 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 list of people we will definitely have back on if we ever do another <laughs> guest. So, uh, but on behalf of uh, uh, Megan and uh, the great Brandino and Giblet, uh, this is Nate saying, "Have a great week, and we'll see you next time." noises on the show. That's not right. Why do you do this to your father and I? Good night, ladies and gentlemen.